We are living in a world on fire, full of sickness, disease, and fear. The world has made profit more important than the health of people. Thankfully, we still have a way back to a healthy spirit, mind, and body. The purpose of this Nature Makes the Rules podcast is to let people of all ages know that they can still have a strong and healthy life, no matter what the rest of the world is saying or doing. We invite you to join us, Dr. Joe and Eileen, for the Nature Makes the Rules podcast. Welcome, everybody. Dr. Joe Arve here along with my host, Eileen Arve. And welcome to Spine Geek Podcast, where nature makes the rules. This is a special edition. Um, we're introducing this a talk that I gave. I had the honor of giving at what's called Mile High. Uh, it's a chiropractic uh, seminar. But the kickoff speaker was uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., who was running for president at the time. And I had the honor of just speaking before him. And the talk was about how we live in a world where we're either following a way of life that where two plus two equals four, which is truth, and will take you in a, in a direction that creates health and healing, what we call green grass strong, or you're going to follow the rules of what we call the two plus two equals five people, which where profit is over people. And so we want to introduce this um, this talk and uh, enjoy it, and uh, we'll meet you up at the end. This talk today is, is sponsored by the awesome people at Spine Geek Podcast. Let's give them a hand. Yay. Which is me and Mrs. Arve, but that's okay. You got to start somewhere. So if any time you're like, wow, this is amazing, but it's way too much. I feel like I'm drinking water out of a fire hydrant. It's really simple. A lot of the things we talk about, we talk about on the podcast. We have probably over 30 shows that we've talked about everything. Nothing is off the block. I guess nothing is, we just talk. And so when it comes to food, there's a lot of hurting going out there. We understand that. There's a lot of problems that we face every day. And here's the key. If you can fix your food, you can influence a lot of that to get better. You're going to hear me say a, a lots of times, just fix your food, you can fix yourself. That's where we start. And so that's me. Been here 31 years now. Um, you know, contact information there. I look at myself as like a shepherd. I'm here to help you guide your way through this world called food. But now, but let's talk for a second. Everybody knows who this is? This is Captain America, right? Now, if Captain America gets up every morning and goes to war, you want to hold the shield, Jojo, when you get done? Okay. If Captain America gets up and goes and faces his day and he has his shield up, when, not if, when the evil food people come to attack him and make him eat sugar and cookies and all kinds of stuff, that really isn't food. If he has his shield up, he'll be okay, right? But if Captain America forgets his shield and now starts walking by his day, walk, going throughout his day, he, he drives by Starbucks and hears the Crappuccino army say, hey, come get some of us. Or he drives by Krispy Kremes and, oh, hot donuts. He doesn't have his shield up. What's going to happen to Captain America? He's going to get diabetes. <laughs> 
He's going to become mentally ill or depressed or emotionally unstable. His hormones are going to get out of whack. He's going to crave sugar all the time. And his behavior is not going to be heroic. It's not going to be the best version of himself. Does that make sense? So we're going to help you make sure that you get up every morning and that your shield is ready 24-7, 365. Okay, that's what I have for you. That's what I want for you. We're going to have fun. Are you ready? Because I have fun. Say Yahoo. Okay. So, and again, warning, 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 warning. I was born in 1965. If you're born around then, then you know what that means, right? We don't care what you think. <laughs> we have no filters. Our filters are pretty much gone. Our kids have taken them, right? <laughs> and so I've been married for over 35 years. Yay. I have four amazing adult children. I practiced it in this office for over 31 years. I've given over a half a million adjustments. Okay, not just here, but all around the world. I've been to two Olympics where my patients have won gold medals. I was a chiropractor for the Colorado Rapids in 2010 when they won their championship. I've given this message of health and healing all around the world. Zimbabwe twice, Tokyo, Paris, France, London, Rio. And here's the thing. I am who I am. I love Jesus. And I believe God's still in the healing business. I believe God made food. If you're eating food made by God, you'll be okay. If you're eating food made by man, most of the time, then it's going to be hard for you. And that's what I want you to see. Everybody take a deep breath. Let it all out. This is a love message. This is a grace message. I'm not going to use food to beat you up with. There's evil, that little voice in your head that says, oh, let's have some fruity pebbles. That's a voice we're going to eliminate today, okay, if we can help it. Or, but if it's your vacation day, have as much fruity pebbles as you want. <gasps> have as much donuts as you want. I'm not, I, it's okay. So I had a love-hate relationship with food growing up. I didn't know it was food, but I knew there was times I just mentally and emotionally and physically didn't feel good. Now, it wasn't really fun to be around. And I was really kind of whiny and cry. Ask my wife if I eat donuts. It's just not fun, right? Like, two, like I'm so excited to get back into my routine after Christmas because I'm done with all that food that I get tempted with. Now, we have fixed that over the years. And now it's like, bring it on. I'm fine because what we actually have is food in the house. But it looks like cake and it looks like cookies and it looks like fun stuff, right? But until I understood what you're going to learn today, that's when I really became in control of the food. That's when I really... The food no longer took me over. I took food over. Does that sound good so far? Okay. And just remember, most of all, I really love each of you. This is my way of helping you. Helping you find food that you can begin to fix you or keep you from breaking down. This is my lovely family. Everybody saw Dr. May here. Dr. Luke is watching. Grant's here with JoJo. My lovely wife. That's Leah. She's in Lexington with Mr. Pippin. But... Everything that I'm going to teach you, I've practiced on them and has tested over the last 35 years. They could tell you stories of how horrible the beginning was when I made them drink stuff, right? That was fiber, right? Oh, not good, not good. And so where are you today? I gave you homework, okay? And if you're watching via Zoom, I'm, I'm giving you homework. I would ask that you just download all the attachments at the end. I've given you everything. I ask you here in the crowd, get your phone ready because when you see this little QR thing, 
You're going to get so many tools here that you're going to know how to fix your food and fix yourself. It, I'm going to give you everything you need. The hard part is you got to start walking it out one day at a time. Sound good? So, not on a perfect day. <laughs> well, I get up every morning and have still cut oats. Yeah. How many days of the month? Well, I'm getting there, right? Are they even in your kitchen? Well, not yet. That's my point. So what do you normally have for breakfast? If it's 7-Eleven, write 7-Eleven down. If it's don't, no judgment. I just want to see where you're at today. I'm not going to make you answer. <laughs> okay. What do you do for lunch? Let me go. I don't eat breakfast. I don't eat lunch. I skip it. I just have a cup of coffee. That's fine. No judgment. I just want to see where you're at. What do you have for dinner usually? Is it at home? Is it out somewhere else? What kind of snacks do you have? We're going to talk about that crave time where you cave in, you reach into your snack drawer. What's in there? What's in your coffee can? You know, is it food or is it formula? You're going to know, figure that out. And then what do you drink on a regular basis? Again, just be honest with yourself. It's you versus you. We've got to start somewhere. If we can't look in the mirror and just be honest with ourselves, then it's hard to fix our food and it's hard to fix ourselves, okay? Because here's the thing, 95% of the issues you may be having or not having, right? Or a child will have is influenced by food. Their mental health is influenced by the food they eat. Because again, how often each day do you eat food or drink? A lot. Probably more than you go to church, more than you get adjusted, more than you exercise, more than, so you do it so much, that's the problem, but that's also the solution. That we eat and drink every day. So it's not just one time I had a Big Mac, it's how many times a week do I have one? It's not one time I have a Diet Coke or a Coke or Mountain Dew or Dr. Pepper, it's how many times do I have one during the day, right? One time I, I had a patient, she was really sick with multiple sclerosis. And she said, well, I drink Dr. Pepper. I said, okay, how many? About six or seven a day. I said, well, you might want to stop. I'd rather die than stop. And yet she's literally almost going into a wheelchair. Again, food is a powerful drug. It's America's addiction. It's America's drug. So many anorexic stuff because I can control my food. I can control. It's the only thing maybe in life sometimes you can control is what you put in your mouth or you don't put in your mouth. Or if you put it in your mouth, it goes down and you throw it back up because you're in control of that. And so we can fix this food thing, you can fix a lot because statistically 95% of all the diseases you see out there, okay, are a food influence. So when we look at the number of deaths in the United States, heart disease is number one. Can healthy food make your heart healthy? Yeah, can unhealthy food make your heart sick? Absolutely, so much to where it influences where now heart disease is the number one cause of death in America. Cancer is number two. Does food have an influence on cancer? Absolutely, especially sugar, bad fats, bad fats and toxins. And then when we break down, we don't go to our food to fix our life. We go to the medicine cabinet or to, to the shot or to a surgery to try to fix something that basically food has heavily influenced, if not directly caused. But then we look at the rest. Lung issues, you can't breathe. Okay, maybe you've had, maybe you're eating your donut and you're trying to drive like some people I know and you get in a car accident. But listen, lung, lung issues, especially in children with asthma, stroke, again, blood, your mind, diabetes, uh, diabetes, Alzheimer's, colds and flus, 
right? Why, why is this season now everybody's sick? Because we just spent from, you know, it's the holidays, holidays, not the holiday season. So it starts at Halloween. We junk up on the candy. Then we're just about coming off our sugar high. And then Thanksgiving hits and all those pies. And then we coast into all those holiday parties. And then Christmas or Passover comes, more sugar. Then January, guess what? Good, good news. Valentine's, Valentine's Day is coming on the 14th, right? And then we can make it till Easter or Passover now. So literally, it's like October, November, December, January, February, March, April. Seven months of, well, I'll go on my diet when, you know, and then we want to get in shape for the, for the beach, right? Fix our food, fix our life. So all these things can be positively, oh, good. Kidney disease and then suicide. Yeah, mental disease, emotional disease is triggered by food. So if we fix our food, we can then again influence and protect yourself from getting that. So here's my mission today. What do I want to do? What is my goals? What do I hope you take and begin working out every day? First thing, I want you to become just better today than you were yesterday. That's all. One day at a time. I want to help renew your brain. Does that sound good so far? Say Yahoo. Good. I want you to improve your mental health. Do we need that? Has it been under attack the last three or four years? Whether we did everything right or not, it's getting more toxic out there. So you really have to have your shield up even more. Peaceful emotions. Breathe in. Breathe out. Hormones are happy. They will be. No more sugar cravings. Come on, Dr. Joe, really? No, no more sugar cravings. And if you do get one, you know what to do. Besides hitting the Ben and Jerry's or Fruity Pebbles, right? Again, I was born in 65. I don't know what the sugar cravings are today. You're going to say things like, Little Debbie, Ben and Jerry, what's that, right? <laughs> I used to show a slide of Christopher Reeves, like, who's that guy? Okay. I want, I want food to become your friend. Food's your friend. I want you to take control of your food choices, or at least know that you're the one that's responsible for them. <laughs> it's not their fault. It's the person you look in the mirror when you're shaving or brushing your teeth. And then make real food simple and easy to understand. Would that be okay? Yeah. Like, just make this really, really simple. Not saying, okay, broccoli or a Snickers bar. I'm not saying you're always going to choose the broccoli. At least you're going to know if I do the Snickers bar, then I may have expectations that I might want to be around my family for the next three or four hours or try to really get a lot of work done. Okay? Because here's the thing. Okay? Everybody repeat after me. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Say it again. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Keep telling my wife that. Guy named uh, King Dave said that when he was writing some notes down. So here's the thing. Everything about you is different. The person next to you's brain is different than, than yours. Not everybody's like you. Newsflash. I figured that out. I'm trying to figure it out. But at conception, stuff started happening to you. And all the days of your life were already predetermined. And your brain is different. Your fingerprints are different than everybody else's. Your brain is different than everybody else's. One diet plan might have worked for somebody and not worked for you. Why? Because your brain is different than that person. That type of food unlocks something in that person's brain. And that same diet shut unlocks something completely different in someone else's brain. So you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Now, I practiced this talk yesterday. and It was really heavy. So I wanted to make it lighter. So 
I'm going to just start after this slide. I'm just going to take off. Okay. But I want to lay down the ground rules first. First of all, if I take grass seed and I put it in the ground, okay. And folks, those who aren't patients of mine, my patients know the sooner they answer my question, the more I get on to the next subject. Okay. So you're going to hear them almost finish my sentences for me. So if I take grass seed and I put it in the ground, I water that grass. When that grass grows up, what color is it going to be? Green, right? Now, why is it going to be green? Because in that seed is the pre-programmed operating system that that seed always needs to become green grass. It, that's the operating system. When I water it, it knows how to respond, right? If I water it enough, then it will become green grass. How does it know to do that? It just does. It's already there. When I kink the hose, though, what's going to happen to my green grass? It's going to go brown. Okay, I got a new one for you. I got a new one for you, OGs. It's going to go brown. Why? Because the seed's going to react to say, I'm not getting what I need, and it's begin to warn me. The brown grass is not the condition. It's the warning. If I don't heed to the warning, then what's the grass going to do? I wish it was that easy. No, it's going to go rotten. It's going to go rotten before it dies. So if I don't give the seed what it needs, then it's going to go from green to brown to rotten, then dead. That's how the seed is made. That's how the seed is made. So rotten grass is a warning sign. Brown grass is a warning sign to find the interference, remove it, and then turn it back on so that the rotten grass and the brown grass can go back to what? Green grass. And once I get your grass back to green, how long do you want to keep it that way for? Forever. So now let's switch gears. Food can take cause a kink in your hose. Just roll with me. And we'll have a brown grass effect. And if we don't fix your food, we'll have a rotten grass effect. And if we don't fix that, we'll have a point to where your body just says, I can't live anymore. And it's not God's fault. It's not anybody. It's, it's because we just didn't give the, the seed or the brain what it needed. Okay. Some of you have a handout. And this is the neuroscience 101 that we're going to talk about in a minute. So get ready. So that's why I have the word seed. So when I say this food is going to have a green grass effect, that's the one you want to pay attention to because that's going to feed your brain so that you can have a green grass effect. If I say this food has a brown grass or rotten grass effect, that just means it gives you what you don't want. It'll make you mentally weak, emotionally weak, hormones out of whack, behavior out of whack. That's why your kid can't control himself because he's full of brown grass or rotten grass food or drink. Okay, I'm going slow so I can go fast later. So bear with me. Innate intelligence is the conception part. When mom and dad got together and God blew on mommy's belly, boom, you were conceived. And a little tiny conception. Your innate intelligence is your pre-programmed operating system. Why? Because you are fearfully, wonderfully made. God had to put something attached to you so that you'd be in his image and think like him and act like him for at least a little bit part of the time, but always could be that way if you wanted to, okay? 
So you have an innate intelligence that right now, that's why when you cut your finger, it knows how to heal. When you're breathing without thinking about it, when you eat a hamburger, it knows what to do with it, right? Your innate intelligence attaches to your brain. From the body to the brain is called an afferent input. From the brain to the body is called an efferent input, okay? If you're a neuroscientist, you're like, oh, this is good. So, I mean, how does your brain know that you ate a Big Mac? The afferent input told the brain, and now the brain has to process and deliver something to the body in response to the Big Mac, or the apple, or the water, or the Diet Coke. You can't escape it. That's how your neuroscience works. So look at the top of your sheet. You have a brain, sorry, and you have a body. Input to the brain, output to the body. If you don't like what your body's doing, if you don't like what your emotions are doing or your mental health or your hormones, it's real simple. That's just the output. That's the brown grass. That's the rotten grass. You go, oh, I'm in brown grass. I need to change the input that's causing the output that I'm getting. If you're with me, say, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <sighs> but that's not all. That's not all. Everybody's like, oh, neurodiversity. Oh, we've all heard that term. Yeah, I just heard of it about six months ago, but I've been speaking it for 35 years. Neurodiversity simply just means that you all are wonderfully and individually made, that each of your brains are different. It's not a diagnosis or a term. It's that, yeah, we're all neurodiverse. You're, we're all neurodiverse. She eats something and responds one way. I eat something and respond a completely different way because the input to my brain causes a different output. So neurodiversity is, again, everybody say 24. That means 24 hours in a day. Everybody say seven. Seven days a week. Everybody say 365. 365. Every day of your life. Game on. Game on. 24, 7, 365. So then neuroplasticity means that your brain is not, um, they used to teach that your brain's your brain and never going to change. Your genes, your gene, never going to change. You have a gene for cancer, you can't do anything about it. Then they discovered neuroplasticity said, crap, your, your environment dictates what your brain does. So the input, your environment dictates the output, whether you're healthy or strong or not, which is right in line with what Dave said about being as fearfully, wonderfully made. If you're in a bad environment, that's a bad input and can cause a bad output. If you're in a good environment, then that can cause a good input and cause a good output to your health and strong. That's the power of neuroplasticity. You can use that to reverse any disease, any genetic issue, anything that you've been told you could never heal from. You're just going to have to get used to it and live with it. That's a lie. Neuroplasticity says, no, no, no. Basically, who you are 90 days from now is what you're thinking and doing today. And who you are today is based on what you've been thinking and doing. Or I even could say your great-grandmother was thinking and doing, your grandmother was thinking and doing, your mother was thinking and doing, and now you're thinking and doing. And if you want to change it and not end up like them, then we need to change your brain so that you can become who you're supposed to be. Why? Because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Dose and can. What is that? Well, you have happy hormones and you have stressed hormones. Right now, if the fire alarm system went off, your can system would go, ah, we got to get out of here. And for the next five minutes, you would act on that. That's normal. But if five days from now, you're still freaked out because the alarm went off, or five months from now, or five years from now, you still feel like there's a fire or a bear's chasing you, 
that's not a good place to be. That is called sympathetic dominance. And that causes all kinds of rotten grass and brown grass health issues, okay? Dopamine, oxytocin and serotonin and epinephrine, when these are stable, then your child can focus in school and get good grades and do just fine. When these are stable, then you're okay. And you're not biting people's heads off and your body's making strength because your food is keeping your hormones happy and stable. You need them, but you don't want to be them out of bounds. You want to be in a parasympathetic state where science would say you're resting, you're digesting, everything's just chilling good. But if a bear walks in, oh, I better go to this and get out of there. The problem is that so many of us are living in a sympathetic dominance and that's caused us to have brown grass and rotten grass. Time out. When you go to Facebook and Instagram and all these fancy new words and terms and stuff like that, basically this is the, the foundation, the roots of it all. I used to say, listen, you want to know every wire in the ceiling or you just want to know where to turn the lights on? I used to be the guy sitting there to turn the lights on. Now I'm both. I'm going to tell you every wire in the ceiling and where to turn the lights on, right? Okay. Brain reward cascade, reward deficiency cascade. Depending on what state you're in, para or sympathetic, it turns on a cascade of hormones and responses and inflammation and hormone issues and emotional issues and performance and gut stuff and immunity stuff. So if you're in a rest, green grass state, then the brain reward cascade is going to turn a cascade of healing that's going to keep you in or get you to back green grass health. Make sense? If you're in the reward deficiency cascade, then there's a deficiency going on. And that cascade sees what the brain is doing, freaking out, stressed out, triggered by today, the food we're eating. And that makes our emotions unstable. Our mentally, we can't think. <clears throat> our hormones get out of whack and make us gain weight. Our immune system gets shut down. We get a cold or a flu or cancer or heart disease or diabetes, which is all based on inflammation first. And, and our immunity shuts down. And we can't perform our very best, whether it's in our relationships or whether, whether it's in our families or even at work. Men can't work right and women don't feel like working right, okay? Just take that and run with that one. Your vagal tone decides whether you feel safe or not. And your vagal tone is good because you're in a green grass state. You're like, okay, I'm okay, I feel safe. Even though the building's on fire, I get out. I know I can think, I know where to go. But if your vagal tone is off, then you don't feel safe. So much about polyvagal theory and blah, 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 all that stuff with the vagus nerve. I get it. You just don't feel safe. But more cappuccinos isn't going to make you feel okay. Maybe temporarily, don't mean hit, right? Which is part of addiction. I could go, I could go 40 hours on this stuff easily. Addiction is linked to this. The reason why you're addicted to whatever it is, doesn't matter, is because you want that dopamine hit because it's so out of balance because your cortisol is out of whack. Okay? I'll regress. We could do a whole thing on that. But then epigenetics is, is the science now since the 60s and 70s. It says, no, no, you're not, your genes are not fatalistic. You can turn on the good genes and you can turn off the bad genes. You don't ever have to get what your mom and dad had. Okay? Everything about food can either have a positive effect on us and keep you green grass strong no matter what happens in life. Or formula food can have a negative impact on this. And that's why your output is so unstable. It's a matter of input versus output. We good? Okay. And again, 
The good news, it's 24-7, 365. So you can change it right now. The bad news is it's 24-7, 365. So you need to stay on it always. Just going to say this now. In the Ten Commandments, it says, thou shalt not steal. So what if I went on a 30-day fast? I said, I'm not going to steal for 30 days. But come day 31, oh boy, I'm going to start stealing. Go back to stealing again, right? You know this. People have lost 20 pounds, but come after their whatever, they gain it all back, right? They went right back to stealing. No, no, no. I'm teaching you something. You should be start changing and walking out 24-7, 365. When can I stop, Dr. Joe? When can I go back to Krispy Kremes and Crappuccinos? As soon as you want to go back to brown grass and rotten grass. It's a matter of input and output. You make the rules. Actually, the brain makes the rules. So here's your sheet, okay? Remember, your brain makes the rules. Not your mom, not your dad. It's not their fault. Get over it. You're going to process the afferent input, and then your brain's going to deliver the output. And it's a 24-7 thing. What's it going to deliver to? Well, if it's a good protein, fat, and carbohydrates, and it's real food, then it's going to go into your brain, into your mouth, and your body. Your, your brain's going to process out positive neuroplastic input, your stable hormones, happy cascades, rest, resting, I feel safe, good positive environment. And that's what you're going to, it's going to deliver to you mental, emotional, hormonal behavior stability. You're going to feel better and look great because you change your input and now your brain has to respond to the output. If you flip the switch though, and more of your 24 7, 365 now is formula food input. And man knows this. Formula food is neurotoxic, bad fats, and full of sugar, but it tastes so good and it is very addictive. That's why when I say crappuccinos, that little voice says, wait a minute, I want to, I'm going to come to you. You're arguing with me right now, right? You hate me because I'm attacking you. How about if I said no more milk and no more bread because it's full of sugar? Watch your response when I say some your favorite little precious food. Just say it, okay? So when we put formula in, our brain says, hey, I still make the rules. You're not going to like the output, but I can't, I can't give in. I'm like, oh, well, right? The brain has to output what you input. So then now you have brown rotten grass health output. So now all these things start sabotaging where you don't feel safe. And now your mental, emotional, hormonal behavior and cravings start to go crazy. And you're not looking your best and you're not feeling your best based on the input that you gave yourself. It's not their fault. It's what we put in. Okay. We good? Great. Because here's the good news and the bad news. We're all combination locks. There's all numbers there. Every brain is different. There's a certain combination that unlocks every brain to make green grass health output. And if you don't unlock that right number set, then it's going to unlock rotten grass or brown grass output. It's always input or output. It never changes. 24-7, 365. You just want to start eating food that will unlock green grass health. Does that make sense? And stop eating food that unlocks brown grass or rotten grass health. You're going to hear me say today, what do you need to start doing, stop doing, or keep doing? It's really that simple. Is it a fast fix? No, but it can be a quick decision to start. And I'm going to give you all those tools and everything as we go, okay? So how do I know whether this food is my friend or not my friend? How do I know whether I'm going to make my, I'm get my brain? Because again, side note. Our oldest daughter had seizures. Why did I have to learn all this stuff? 
because we wanted to know whether this she's going to eat or we're going to have to be tending to her daughter having seizures in the next five minutes. It's that quick. It's that toxic. So when I say formula food, it's neurotoxic. It's not because I've read it somewhere. I've seen it happen. I've seen one Skittle call my, cause my daughter to have a seizure. And I'm like, why? Why does God hate me? Then I looked at the ingredients and go, there's why. Red dye 40 neurotoxin, sucralose neurotoxin. The brain said, hey, get that out of me. And the, and the brown grass response was the seizure. It's the warning. It's not the problem. So we started learning 35 years ago plus, 30, 30 years ago. Okay, what can we do for Leah to help food-wise to make her keep her brain happy so that she doesn't have a seizure? Same principle. When I say mental health, emotional health, physical health, hormones, same thing. May not be you having a seizure, but you could have a migraine headache. It never goes away. Okay? So read the label. It will tell you. Look for minimal amount. So five ingredients or less, and you're pretty much okay. The more the ingredients, then the more toxic it is, and the more it makes your brain crazy. Okay? Look for natural ingredients, things that you can pronounce, things that you can spell, things that, that if you can't pronounce it and it has a warning label on it, probably not good for you. Why? Because it's going to have a negative input to your brain and cause a negative output. And over time, you're not going to like it. You remember when you were a kid, you could eat, drink whatever you wanted, and then you turned 30 or you turned 40, right? Now at 58, it's every day. What I could eat yesterday, maybe not be my friend today. Why? Because my brain's like, oh, right? When you notice that, wow, I'm not changing what I eat, but I gained 10 pounds, your brain finally said, enough of that input. And the output was now you gained weight or you developed some kind of condition. You didn't change your diet, but your brain said, I'm done with this anymore. Your childhood is over. <laughs> and to buy foods... And to buy more foods without look, without any labels at all. Does an apple have a label? No. Now, make sure it's not genetically modified. You get, see, the, the attack has gotten worse. That's why you really need to have your shield on every day. Nothing safe. Not even water. You know, I mean, 100 years ago, they didn't, they didn't have all these problems and they didn't have all these diseases. There's more brown and rotten grass people today than there ever was. Is this good so far? Say Yahoo. No. Okay. Am I doing okay? Okay. And then the last thing is check every label on everything before you drink and eat it. Just check it. Just be aware. Like, oh, what's in here? Interesting. Yes. Yes. Perfect. My lovely podcast host. Thank you. That the first ingredient is really what they've made most of it up. And as you go, they make it because, again, back, I don't know what year, 40 years ago, right? They put it on the market, but it had a shelf life of 30 days and it rotted. There's Twinkies that were invented back in the 50s that are still around because why? The shelf life, right? So they had to put something in there to make it last longer. So they took it from made by God now to made by man so that, that it would last longer. Shelf life, supermarkets, all that stuff. No more farmer's markets, no more farming. You know, if, if, if you, the problem is with us, when we buy our lunch, we got to eat it quick or it rots or put it in the freezer. I'll teach you that down the road. Okay, so do ingredients really matter? I'll let you be the judge. Let's say we made brownies for you all. And I said that they were organic brownies. And they had organic cocoa, almond flour, organic butter, sugar, organic salt, pecans, eggs, and vanilla extract. So far, so good. But then <clears throat> I just put a fresh pinch of dog poop in the brownies. 
Who would want some? What kind of, it, now, what if you couldn't taste it? What if you couldn't smell it? What if you didn't even know? And I fed them to you and I, and I, and I told you afterwards, how would you feel? Bad. You're going to feel that way when I'm done because I'm going to show you all the food that maybe you've been eating and drinking that's had dog poop in it. And now you know why you've been feeling the way you're feeling. You've been lied to. There's dog poop in there, right? I'm just going to say it that way. And when I say dog poop, neurotoxins, there's neurotoxins in it, which are going to make your brain crazy and give you all the diseases you don't want, right? So here's an example of labels. I want to buy some peanut butter. So I look at the label. Organic roasted unblanched Valencia peanuts. That's okay. So far, so good. May contain 0.5% or less of the following cashews, almonds, and or organic sesame seeds. I can spell those words. I can read those words. And there's not like 50 different ingredients. It's all there. So that would make its way into my shopping cart. But if I go to a restaurant, which we, which we do sometimes, right? We never order peanut butter because they always use Skippy. Now here. Don't read any of this. This will lie to you. Extra crunchy. Oh, uh, no trans fats. Skippy. Fuel the fun. Super chunky, right? Natural seven grams of protein. Peanut butter, right? But I go to the ingredients and it says roasted peanuts. Okay. But the next ingredient, sugar. Hydrogenated vegetable oils, cottonseed, soybean, and rapeseed, which are bad fats. Everybody say bad fats. They make your brain mad. Eat enough of this, you're gonna get all the things you don't want, physically, emotionally, mentally, behavior-wise, to prevent separation and salt. So that would not make it in my shopping cart. The sugar, I don't need more sugar, and the hydrogenated vegetable oil eh, cancels. Oh, come on, Dr. Joe. No, really, no, it doesn't make it in my shopping cart. And you gotta get the chutzpah to say, nope, sorry, and find a better version. I'm not saying never eat peanut butter again or almond butter again or anything again, you can find everywhere you can find, even at the, your regular store, you can find a better version. Well, it costs more. Yeah, so does disease. So the cheap food you're buying that has a rotten brown grass effect on you is going to take all the money you think you're saving. Okay? All right. Can I get an amen? All right. Very good. So, and here's the thing. When I say formula food, that's when I lost my mind because what do we give most babies if you're too busy or... If you don't breastfeed, they give them what? Formula. Formula's not food. Newsflash. Newsflash. And then now we look at the formula that we're giving our babies. Again, when does this food thing start, Dr. Joe? Week one. When does this baby thing getting adjusted start, Dr. Joe? Week one. Because why? 24-7, 365. All this epigenetic stuff I talked about starts in the third trimester, if not pre-generational. Game on, right? So they're finding that now, because man loves to process it and save money, that high levels of aluminum. Aluminum is a neurotoxic. So your food can either be a highway to heaven or a highway to hell because all this goes right to the brain. Neurotoxins attack the brain first. The brain controls the output, and that's why you get what you get. Okay? So formula, not your friend. Read the ingredients. So... If I want a strawberry milkshake, I go home, I buy organic vanilla ice cream, I buy strawberries, I throw it in the blender, and I have a milkshake. If I go to a restaurant or to a fast food place and order a strawberry milkshake, again, the bad fats, the toxins, and the sugar makes it taste like a strawberry shortcake, strawberry milkshake. But here's all the ingredients. 
So if you want a strawberry milkshake, don't stop buying them at restaurants. Unless they make it, you see them scoop the ice cream in and roll, you know, so make it at home, right? How about Lunchables, right? Form of the food of real food. Look the ingredients. There's your ingredients. Not food. Make your own. I'll show you how in a minute. Now, watch your toes. I'm going to step on your toes now. Chicken nuggets. It's not the Lord's chicken. It's just chicken nuggets. I'm not, I'm not, I am not biased by anything. But again, this is not food. And it has TBHQ in it. And anti-foaming agents, which means if ingested or not. Again, one, you're not going to drop dead. But how many chicken nuggets do you eat in a year? Is that going to make you toxic and attack your brain? Yeah, because they show it. When you put this in your body, it suspects carcinogenic, establishes a mutagen, tumorigenic, makes, makes, makes it mute, bad genes, tumors, you can't make babies, and it sets you on fire. <laughs> That's an ingredient in your chicken nugget. Is that your friend or not your friend? Can you make chicken nuggets at home? Yes. Make them at home, right? And the TBHQ, again, ingested a single gram can cause nausea, vomiting, ringing in the ears, delirium, sense of suffocation, and collapse. If you have too much, it can be fatal. And again, they say five grams. What if your brain says one gram or one bite? Boom. I don't know. Every brain is different, right? Every brain is different. And again, if you're going to drink Mountain Dew, drink it in England. They put stuff in their... America puts stuff in their food. It's banned everywhere else. Okay? Read the ingredients. If you can't pronounce it, it's all there. It'll tell you, not your friend. Find it again, soda pop, uh, soda, club soda, Izzy's, right? You come to our house, we have soda pop, but you read the ingredients, so it's natural. And we have them once, once, I can't tell you somebody has soda pop, but once, once a week, holidays, not four or five a day, okay? French fries are not the same in Europe than they are in America. You got all these different bad fats, sugars, and toxicants because it gets us addicted. Not there. These are banned in Europe. Not the same. Natural sweet, again, read the ingredients. Sweet potatoes, canola oil. Canola oil is genetically modified. Be careful when you shop at some of your health food stores that has canola oil in it. It disqualifies it. I don't want my brain to make disease. I want my brain to make green grass health. I, every day matters to me. I'm fighting for everything I got, right? I don't need to, want, I don't, Alcohol is not even fun anymore because I just, my brain's like, no, no, why? Why do I have to deal with that input and output? I don't want that anymore. So there you go there. And again, oh no, Rice Krispie treats. No one eats the cereal. They eat the, they eat the streets, all right? Find a real version. You can find healthy versions of Rice Krispies. Problem is they have BTH in them, which is Chasma, sorry, Cancer and asthma, that's when you have cancer and asthma at the same time you have asthma. Behavior issues and children. Children, right? Because who's this marketed to? Children, right? So you, it's not in the United Kingdom, right? Not in the United Kingdom, but in America. So read the, read the ingredients. So here's the thing. Once a week, knock yourself out. Go ahead. But if this is your everyday diet, you're not, and you don't like what your brain is outputting to you, you might want to change, okay? You might want to change. 
Because again, they call the standard American diet, the re it's, it's taste yummy and it's addictive. Why? Because they put things in, you know, back in the, I forget how long ago, they put stuff in cigarettes to make it addictive and they got sued, right? They do the same thing to food and to drinks. It's just their lobbyists are a little bit better than the cigarette company, right? So toxins, ultra processed fat and sugar. And all that has a brown, I'm sorry, yeah, brown grass, rotten grass effect on your arteries, on your mind, on your emotions, on your hormones, on your weight gain, all that. That's why it's there, okay? Sugar. Sugar is not your friend. Whether it's Coca-Cola, bigger bottle, right? You're just increasing your sugar, so that has a negative input, and you're going to negative output. I, I fell for this one. You never see me sucking down on this, right? I shouldn't say never, but, you know, my grand, if I, a future grandchild said, hey, Dad, Grandpa, you want? Okay, give me a taste. Busted, right? But I used to go to Jamba Juice and get the big one because that's good for you, right? Wrong. When I started looking at the amounts of sugar that was in the Jamba Juice, because my brain says, I don't care where it's from, it's sugar. I don't care where it's from. Sometimes you're, some people who are really sick, carrots are too sugary for you, right? Or bread's too sugary or milk's too sugary. Your brain says, no, it's too much. You need to stop that for a while. I'll go there later. So I stopped Jamba Juice. I'm like, I can't do it. No wonder, right? Right? So beware. 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 Crappuccino, Jamba Juice, look at the sugar. And then Skittles. Again, neurotoxic, but the sugar is very high. Again, your brain does not like it. One or two once in a while, you're fine and you're good, right? But if you go from if you go from Halloween all the way to Easter, man, that's way too much. And that's why things are crazy when we have it. So again, just to, just to review, sugar on the brain. Sugar can rewire the brain's pathways. That's all I've been talking about. Instead of green grass pathways, now you got brown grass, rotten grass pathways. Diets full of processed and sugary heaven foods can increase the risk of depression by 58%. It's not Prozac. It's not all that stuff you need more of. You need less sugar. Fix your food, fix your brain. Skin, when sugar bombards your body, proteins incorporate as part of their structure, aging skin and causing wrinkles. Fix your food, look younger, feel stronger. Mommy and daddy parts. This is what I talked about. Sugar shuts off the male parts and don't want to work. In the women, it shuts off the parts that want them to work. Heart. Sugar inflames the linings of the arteries of the heart, increases the risk of stroke and heart attack. And the lady said, I'd rather die. Well, you probably will. Just keep drinking your Diet Coke. Why? Because the input equals the output and you get what you get. Don't throw a fit. <laughs> kidneys sugar overload did you guys say that in your family we said sugar sugar can overload damage the delicate filtration of diabetes is one of the main causes of kidney failure sugar 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 okay joints without arthritis no you have drinking too many cappuccinos right too many donuts i see your cars when i walk in i see what's in the front seat of i see what you've been eating okay kids High sugary diets pump inflammatory cytokines. One of the blood tests I like to look at is your cytokine levels. It's called C-reactive protein. It'll tell me if you're green grass, brown grass, rotten grass. It's right there. It'll tell me why your A1C is high uh, and why you have inflammation and why your cholesterol is high and all that other stuff. It's right there. We look at that. It's on the blood work. So cytokines into your bloodstream, which can extract, exacerbate arthritis. Your, stiff, your joints get stiff. Fix your food. Your joints may loosen up. So now let's go into frankenfood. Sugar, right? Good input, good good output. Bad input, bad output. Sugar's bad enough, but 
Is there something worse than that? Yes. Frankenfood that is definitely neurotoxic and definitely addictive. So genetically modified apples. Remember I talked about you are a combination lock, right? Apple, apple. Organic, genetically modified. Look the same. Genetically modified is cheaper. Well, I want to save money. I do Dave Ramsey, so I'm going to buy the cheaper one, right? Looks like an apple. I bite the genetically modified one, and my brain says, hey, tastes like apple, but that ain't an apple. And it has to give you an output like, like to a neurotoxin and cause brown and rotten grass over time. When I eat the organic apple, I bite into it. The brain says, hey, I like this. I can use it. Green grass input, green grass output. That's literally what food your brain does with everything you put in your mouth, okay? So why do we do the nutrition testing like we do with the applied kinesiology? I want to know if all the food you're eating is your friend or not your friend, no matter what the label says or the vitamins you're taking, just because we want to know. Your brain knows it's a combination lock. Eat that genetic, genetically modified food, and it will unlock sickness and disease. Eat the natural food, and it will unlock health and healing. It's that simple. It's that simple. What's worse than genetically modified food, though, is the pink pack, blue pack, and yellow pack. You can buy it by the box at Costco. Splenda, or you look at most of your protein drinks and stuff, it's called sucralose. It's a neurotoxin. I've texted and emailed many people. Why are you putting a neurotoxin? Does your, does your son or daughter take the product, the protein pro product you're making right now? I sure hope not because it has sucralose in it. It's a neurotoxin, and you're, you're setting them up for failure mentally, emotionally, hormonally, behavior-wise. Don't put it on Prozac. Don't put it on Ritalin. Get the sugar or the crap out of their life and watch their brain come back. Because here, Russell Blaylock, Google him. He's all over this. Artificial sugar is a neurotoxin. Pink pack, blue pack, yellow pack. It with you take it when you're pregnant, the unborn babies and newborns have irreversible brain issues because of it. It's that poisonous. If your dog drinks antifreeze, what happens? It's poison. Well, just a little bit. I deserve a little bit. No, it's poison. It's dog poop, right? And these children's brains can become damaged for the rest of their lives in terms of their physiological function. It's right there. It's right there. We had a little boy who just basically was flunking out of first grade. And, no, and, and you know how... Today, they give you a report card on how each day was, right? He was literally like, they didn't know he was going to be able to go to second grade. And I said, but every afternoon, he was fine in the morning, but every afternoon, he would just get violent, just start uncontrollably kicking and punching his friends. We're like, what happened to this kid? So we're getting him adjusted. I said, so what do you have for lunch? <sighs> Homemade sandwich. What else? Sugar-free Kool-Aid. Oh. It was the artificial sugars in the sugar-free Kool-Aid that was making his brain angry. Then we took that away from him. And kept getting adjusted. Now he's flourishing in second grade. He loves going to school. He hasn't had a bad daily report card in almost a year. All we did is got rid of the sugar-free crap and started putting just real food back into his brain and body. Same thing for you. Well, I don't do sugar-free Kool-Aid. Yeah, but do you do Diet Coke or Diet Fresca or Diet Sprite or Diet whatever? Three Big Macs, order of fries and a Diet Coke. Okay. Problem is, is that it causes a negative input that the output is weight gain. The output is heart disease and stroke. The output is bad bones and teeth. The output is that it destroys brain cells. The output that it increases your risk of leukemia and lymphoma. 
Have you seen all these things go up in our country the last three or four years all over the world? Why? Because they're consuming the products that cause that input to the brain that causes an output to the body. It's not that we're broken. God doesn't make junk. It's though that we're being sold. Well, if it's bad for us, why would they sell it? Because there's a lot of money in that. Big pharma, big food. Okay? And again, on alcohol, your brain doesn't like it. It just doesn't like it. It's it can be addictive, especially if your genetic past is it's just, again once a week. I get it. Once a week, once you know, as you get older though, it's harder to process. People who wear all these Fitbits, they'll have a little sip of whiskey on the on the weekend, but they'll look their watch. It took them three days for their brain to recover from that one little sip of alcohol. Now the marketing people, oh, a glass of wine's good for your heart, or a shot of tequila's good, thins your blood, good for you. That's marketing. <laughs> your brain decides, and maybe you can handle it. Right? Maybe you can handle it. Just be aware. Just be aware that most times it's not. This is not your friend. Okay? If you want to fix your life, maybe go 30 days. Well, I can't. Well, that might be your sign that you might need to. Okay? The good news is that food can be your medicine and medicine can be your food. Why? Because you change your input, you fix your food, you fix the output, you fix your life. So, first of all, what do I stop buying, Dr. Joe? And what do I start shopping? Well, the environmental working group says there's food that you should buy organic and there's food that you should buy. You can buy conventional. If you're going to eat the skin, then I would consider you buying. I would encourage you to buy organic tomatoes, grapes, um, apples, right? Because you're eating the skin on foods that you don't eat the skin, almonds, cashews, avocados. You don't have to be as crazy, right? You're going to hear me say, if you really want to spend your money, invest it in your meats, right? But when you're buying your produce, am I going to eat the skin? Okay, is it really that much more? Just watch what you're doing with the organic. Well, because organic is not as organic as it used to be. And conventional, depending on how they grow it, again, it's a wash. It, it, it just, don't get me started. So when it comes to meat, though, I will say you want to start eating grass-fed beef and grass finished. Don't be fooled. They're charging a lot of money for grass fed, but grain finished. And when you feed a cow grains, it just goes back to uh, brown grass, rotten grass meat. Okay. Free range chicken, chickens that are running around pecking at bugs and stuff like that, right? Wild caught fish, not farmed fish. It'll tell you, they have to tell you, right? And you want natural sources of dairy, organic or raw. You can get raw milk or raw eggs, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, why is it illegal to buy raw milk? Oh, because it could kill you. No, it could make you healthy and then ruin the whole big food, big pharma thing, right? So, okay, if you don't, if you're on Zoom, you can take the attachments. If you have your phone, take a picture of this and you're going to get a handout that has all the slides or all the handout that I'm going to uh, talk about over the next eight hours, okay? All right, we good? Let me know. I knew this would be, I knew that's why I was probably like, they're going to have to take time for this. If you're under 30, help the over 30, please. Mm -hmm. Is you showing up? Okay. Got it, Shannon? If not, the handout is over there. Did you get it? What is your name back there? Chloe, can you help them, please? No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> you got it? Okay. You got it, Mike? Oh, okay. 
I need help, my. Uh, you got to sit down because you're blocking the QR code. Now we got 10 more, so get ready, okay? Is it working? Okay. All right, so we're not going an hour today, I promise. Okay, I'm sorry. So again, hashtag strong you 365. Okay. Why do I say that? Because this is a 365 day plan. Just, just deal with it. Okay. The ingredients will tell you if it's food, real food or formula food. Okay. Spell it, say it, and who made it. That's a good thing to know about. Okay. Good thing to know about. So Dr. Joe, what can I drink? Well, if you're a newborn, you don't have teeth. I suggest breast milk. Okay, from your mom or from whatever. It knows exactly what you need. It's the perfect input for a baby's brain to get the perfect output, to be green grass strong. Breast food's the best. Well, my baby doesn't want anymore. Great, switch to raw goat milk. It's the best input for the best output. Well, we want milk. Fine, get raw milk, right? Raw milk's good too because, again, the brain can handle it. Look at the size of the animal. Technically, pig milk is better, but good luck trying to milk a pig. Big cow, little baby, right? Smaller animal, a goat, and that's why it has a better protein for the brain to process. But breast milk is the best, okay? Not formula. Then you've got filtered water, reverse osmosis, Brita, right? That's good for you. You can put lemon or lime in your water. You can make organic tea or iced tea. You can make organic peppermint tea or iced tea. You can sweeten if you need to with raw honey or sugar, raw sugar, okay? I'm not a big fan of erythritol and monk fruit and stevia. I don't use it. My brain is like, ah, we're not sure what this is anymore. Or agave. We're not sure what that is either, huh? Yeah, it gives us gas. We don't want that, right? <laughs> but then you can have coffee, right? Or you can have heavy whipping cream with your coffee, like I do. <laughs> or you can have grass-fed butter in your, again, why? It's fat. Your brain likes fat, especially in the morning. You want to crave your cravings in the morning? Do the fat. Put the organic heavy cream in there. That's what I do. If I walk in a coffee shop and they don't have any heavy cream, I walk out. I'm like, don't waste my time. Well, just try a little half and half. I have. It just tastes horrible. <laughs> you can have plain soda water and put lemon and lime in it. You can have an Izzy or a doctor, whatever it is, or something, or a kombucha. The, the, there's healthy, natural, doctor versions of, of uh, not Dr. Pepper. And then I have Fit Aids, right? Fit Aids are like a recovery drink that I have. Now, I will have two or three or four of those in a day because it's good for me. My brain likes it. It's made naturally. It's not a chemical formula process. But here's the thing. When it comes to drinking, avoid juice. Say it again. Avoid juice. Your brain sees it as formula, not food. So if you're sick, you're fighting a cold, stop drinking juice. You're making it worse. Yes. Read the ingredients. It'll tell you. It's not food. Okay? Rather eat, rather eat an orange, something that has vitamin C in it. Now, is there never a time? No, but there's protocols that are better, that are less toxic for that, right? But read the ingredients. You might be able to find a, she asked, what about emergency? Find a natural ingredient, find a natural version of it. If the ingredients pass the test, then go for it. I just got familiar with, I, don't, I know they market it certain ways, but yeah, good question. Again, avoid juice, soda, sugar-free drinks, pasteurized milk, especially low-fat milk. You want the full fat, crappuccinos. The ingredients will tell you if it's your brain's friend or not. Is it real food or formula? Again, yes. What about almond milk? Read the ingredients. We use almond milk, but read the ingredients. Okay? I use almond milk. I'll talk about that in just a minute. 
But, but you got it because again, is there only one kind of almond milk? No, now there's like 30, right? Some are cheaper than read the ingredients. It'll tell you whether it's your friend or not, right? Very good. Good question, though. Water is important, right? If I'm 200 pounds, then I'm going to have 100 ounces of water on a daily basis, right? I have my water here, right? I've got a quarter teaspoon of pink sea salt in it. I've got my minerals in it. I'll sip this all day. My brain loves my water, okay? Make sure you get enough water because your brain loves it. Good input, good output. What do I have for breakfast? If you have breakfast, have eggs. They're fine, especially if they're organic or from the farm, right? Right? You can cook them in olive oil or butter or, or, or uh, butter, olive oil, or coconut oil, right? You can make power shakes for breakfast. I'll talk about that in a minute with almond milk, okay? You can have organic sausage and bacon. Why? Because you are what, it's not so much you are what you eat, but you are what you eat ate. So if the animal is eating crap and hormone stuff and everything and you eat that, you're getting that. If the, if the pig or the beef or the whatever was raised in a natural kosher way, then you're going to get what you eat ate and it's going to have a green grass effect. Your brain knows. Your brain knows. You can have steel cut oats with nuts and cinnamon and maple syrup. That's okay. Protein sprouted bread like Ezekiel bread or California oat. Protein, because when you put protein sprouted bread or grain into your brain, your brain's like, oh, I can use that. It's like a protein, not quite like a sugar, okay? But they avoid juice, soda, sugar-free drinks, pasteurized milk, 7-Eleven, Krispy Kremes, sugary cereals, sugary donuts, sugary muffins, right? Especially the ones at Costco, the big giant ones, right? White bread. The ingredient will tell you if it's your brain's friend or not. Real food, real formula. <clears throat> that way I can't tell you what store to shop at anymore because all the stores have it. At the one, it starts with WF. A lot of their food has full of canola oil. So I walk away. Okay, I don't eat it. So now you ask about almond milk. Well, you can make a real food shake. If you want, again, this is a full meal. You can do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If you want to fast, I fasted sometimes. This is all I had, right? But you take some almond milk or coconut milk, never soy milk. Your brain does not like soy milk. It has a bad output. Forget what they tell you. Bad output, right? Frozen mixed berries, handful of spinach, max living grass-fed protein, or if we find your, gum, your tummy is not happy, or has dairy issues, then we use Max Living's protein powder, which doesn't have any, it's all good ingredients, right? Then you throw it in a blender and you drink it down. How much do you eat of all this stuff? How much do you drink? As much as you want. It's food. Your brain needs it. It wants it. Okay. Lunch, make your own Lunchables. Take your lunch meat, roll it around a pickle, roll it around lettuce, roll it around tomato, roll it around onions, dip it in mustard because the ingredients are clean, right? Make your own. Clean meats, avocado, fresh vegetables, fresh fruit and seeds, clean meats, grass-fed, finished beef, wild game, organ. Yeah, go out and shoot an elk. Eat it, right? Organic chicken, wild-caught fish from cold, cold water climates. Tilapia is not caught in cold water climates. Make sure it's caught, not farmed. Protein spotted bread, fresh vegetables, fresh fruit. Again, a healthy power shake. But again, broken record, avoid juice, soda, sugar-free drinks, some salad dressings. Who's addicted to ranch dressing? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> you wanna know why you're addicted to ranch dressing? Look at the ingredients, right? You should say ranch and dressing. It's all it should be in there, right? Find a health, there are, again, 35 years ago, there was none of this stuff out there, right? 
now you can find the best version. We'll talk about that in a minute. That tastes better. Well, who eats for taste, though? Hey, you know, it's healthy. Choke it down, right? Yeah. Or switch to Caesar, Caesar dressing. Caesar dressing. Ignore the anchovies. But there's less ingredients, and it's cleaner for you. Okay? And still dippy and yellow and stuff like that. Dinner ideas. Okay? Again, clean meats, avocado, fresh vegetables. Eat as much as you want of this. You need food. Okay? You need food. The more food you eat, the less sugar cravings you'll have. Okay? But again, organic chicken, grass-fed and grass-finished lamb, grass-fed, grass-finished bison, which now you can buy and have it shipped to your house. Come on! This is so easy. You can buy a whole cow and stick it in your refrigerator, right? You're never... Again, it's so much easier to be sick, but it's so much easier to be healthy. Okay? Where am I at? Okay, wild-caught fish, protein sprouted, fresh vegetables, sweet potatoes. Again, healthy power shakes. Yeah, for dinner. But just watch out for juice and soda and milk and salad dressings. Again, you can make these nice fancy salads and then you kill it with the dressing, right? The ingredients will tell you whether it's your brain's friend or not, okay? So what about sugar cravings, Dr. Joe? I get it. When the sugar monster hits, what can you do? Don't trust in willpower. Because it's a brain issue. It's a brain chemical. Your brain has not gotten enough fats and protein for the day. And now it's saying, I need fat and protein. It's not saying I need Ben and Jerry's. I promise you. It's not saying I need Fruity Pebbles or Frosted Flakes or whatever that sugary treat is, right? It's saying I need protein and fat. And I'll prove it to you. But if you didn't have breakfast, that's why it's saying I need nutrients. I need protein. I need fat. It's, not la it's lacking protein, not sugar. So break out your peanut butter, your healthy peanut butter, your almond butter, slice up some apples, grab a stalk of celery or, or celery, no matter what time of day it is, and start eating. Start eating. Start giving your body the amount of protein and fat it needs. When do you stop eating? When your brain says, that's enough. And then set the timer for 20 minutes. And within 20 minutes, the craving's gone. You've changed, you gave a new input that stopped the output and charged, changed a new neural pathway. And now you're like, oh, I'm good. Just trust me. May not happen the first night right spot on, but it'll be weakened and you might be able to go to bed. You'll be fine. You can eat before you go to bed. It's not a problem. Then 20 minutes, right? And in time, your cravings will go away. Or if you're like, well, that's gross, Dr. Joe. Get a, get a tub of our collagen, which is protein. Put two scoops in. Add warm water. Make a tea. Add two tablespoons of heavy cream. There's your fat. And sip on that. And by the time you finish it, your brain will shut off the sugar craving input. It'll get what it really wants, which is fat and protein. And you'll be able to have a good night's sleep and not be tossed and turn and dream about Krispy Kremes. Okay? This works. This has been tested over the last 35 years. People are amazed at how it works. Okay? Dr. Joe Ice Cream, if you want to go hardcore, you have a serious craving, take a tablespoon of your almond butter or nut butter, take a teaspoon of your coconut oil, and throw some cocoa nibs, organic cocoa nibs on it. There's your ice cream. Sit and eat it, right? You probably won't even finish it. Clean out your bowl. Don't put it in the refrigerator because it'll get all hard and yucky all night, right? Right? Okay, good. But then eat it. And you're not, you're not, you're not all, you're, everybody else might be eating their ice cream in the house, right? 
but you're eating yours and you'll be okay. I've had patients who have served that for dessert at, at parties and they're like, this is amazing. Yeah, because all their brains were starving for fat and protein. Snacks, again, Mrs. Arya makes some amazing brownies. I make, I make brownies, gluten-free brownies. Yeah. Dr. Joe ice cream. I think makes amazing no-bake cookies. That's what I have for thing, for Christmas time. Just make no-bake cookies. I'll be fine. I don't need 40. No, I just need no-bake cookies. Strawberry cheesecake fat bombs, gooey chocolate chips, ginger snaps, chocolate truffles, coconut macaroons, almond flour lemon bars. Again, check the ingredients. Your brain's like, yeah, bring it on. How much can I have? As much as you want. As much as you want. Some of you, when you fix your food, fix your desserts first. It could change everything for you. And get your phones ready because there's going to be QR codes coming up. And when they do, all these, um, these desserts are in there, okay? You'll be able to make them for yourself. Now, Dr. Joe, you understand, I'm different. I have high triglycerides. Or I have high cholesterol. I have high blood pressure. Why? Because you haven't fixed your food yet. Food has a serious influence on what you've been diagnosed with or the medication that you're on, okay? So high blood pressure, low blood sugar, high insulin, high leptin. Leptin is the hormone that never, when it doesn't shut off, you're never satisfied no matter how much you eat, right? You're on your fourth bowl of ice cream and you're still hungry, okay? Inflammatory diseases, toxicity disease, allergies, right? You're allergic to stuff. It's your food. Arthritis, your joints hurt. Or maybe you or your child's on an autism spectrum. Food can, can, food can make your kid happy or food can make your kid crazy. Okay, be aware. Read the ingredients. Like our, our kid, food caused seizures and food prevented seizures. It's that crazy, okay? Cancer, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, heart disease, digestive function, obesity. Maybe just genetically, you're just not tolerant to grains. You just, every time you eat bread, it just makes you buy. It's like eating ice cream, right? ADD, ADHD, mental, emotional disorders, or you're on medications. We can use food to start to fix these things, right? So I, I have this. I want to start walking away from this. I want to start becoming green grass. As far as today's purposes, start fixing your food and it will have a positive impact on your brain. And this may go away or drastically reduce over the next 30 to 60, 90 days or 12 months. Okay. The main things that we're going to do is you're going to look at your sugar and carbohydrates. You're going to eliminate grains, sugars, and fruit, except for berries, grapefruit, Granny Smith apples. Eat as much as you want of those. Because sugar is what's putting you there. So we're going to eliminate that. Okay? Even healthy grains can turn to sugar. Well, Jesus ate bread. It was a different grain back then. Okay? Let go of that. Right? Jesus also walked on water too. Okay? And then when it comes to your proteins, replace conventional man-made factory formula of meat with natural protein sources like grass-fed, grass-finished. And then fats, you're going to get rid of the bad fats and replace them with good fats. Okay? That's coming down the road. So now, take a picture of this. This is called the advanced plan. If you have any of those diseases or itises or otises I just talked about, and you want to start fixing your food and start eating differently, breakfast, lunch, and dinners, and shakes and snacks, the recipes are there in the advanced plan. Okay? You need the advanced plan to start fixing your food so you can start fixing you. We got it?
now that you have ingredients, you have meals, now we need to start making a shopping list. So as we wrap this up, making a real food list. First of all, what do you like to eat? Make a list. Write down two or three things that you like to eat for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks, and drink. Make sure it finds its way into your shopping cart so it can find its way into your kitchen. The other question is, who are you shopping for? So who else is in your home that expects you to do all the shopping, expects you to do all the cooking, and then complains when they don't have anything to eat, right? It's in the fridge. Make it. It's food. I'm tired of you being mentally, emotionally, hormonally crazy. And if I find fast food in your car, I'm going to blow your car up. Because I get it. I get it. I get it. There's one health nut in the family, and they all better get in line. Because if not, then it just, it just, it, it, it's heartbreaking. It hurts the relationship. It's like, oh, you, no, it's not fun. So get in line, men and children. Quit your whining. Make a list of top three meals. So ask your daughter, ask your son, ask your spouse, what's your favorite things for breakfast? What's your Again, doesn't matter. Say donuts, okay? I don't care what the end. Just make the list of what your favorite things are, your family's favorite things are, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, and drink. Make the list. I don't care how bad or how toxic it is. At least now you know what they like, what they want. Now they'll actually eat their lunch because you're actually buying what they like. But now, here's the question. How can I find less ingredients, less toxins, less bad fats, less sugar in the same thing they like and buy that instead? Okay, see the, see the trick, see the thing? Even if you wanna buy Rice Krispies and buy a healthy version and pull the bag out of the healthy version and put it in an old box, they'll never know. They'll never know. One time we fed our, my father-in-law ground turkey in the spaghetti and he loved it. He didn't know it was ground turkey, right? <laughs> so be careful what you eat the house, Churchill. So now, watch this, you're gonna like this. Some of you don't go shopping. Some of you get on your Instacart and make your order and they deliver it to your house. Some of you go to Amazon because it tracks you what you just bought and you pick your stuff there. So you either go shopping or order it and pick it up when you get there or order it and they deliver it to you. I don't care. I think that's even easier because you're not going to, oh, look at those Oreos, man, oh man, oh man. I think it's even safer to have a list of all your foods, da, 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 have somebody else deal with all the cravings and deliver it to you, right? Make sure they pick the good fruit though, not the bad fruit or the bad vegetables and buy enough food for the week. And then make a list of your favorites. And again, find a better version of it. And again, the ingredients will tell you whether it's their brain's friend or not, if it's real food or formula. And again, start, start. Don't just cut them off and start eating grape nuts. Remember the grape nuts all back in the day? You know, Just start going the right direction. Maybe buy a different soda pop that has friendlier, brain-friendlier ingredients in it. Right? This might be a 12-month plan that you have to take through. Because you've been on this plan 24-7, 365 for 30, 40, 50 years, right? Okay? So, take that picture again. Here's even more recipes for you. I just want to help you, little Joey. Not you, me. I want to help you learn how that food can be your friend and you can win the battle. I'm basically talking to myself. My little, you know, my future me? I'm talking to my little me. They didn't know why when there was a six pack of orange crush and a six pack of Pepsi that, man, I could drink as much as I wanted because there was no restraints. And they didn't know why I didn't like myself afterwards. Okay. And why I got teased as a kid being called super blubber. 
I'd come home from school and hide from the bullies and eat a whole bag of pecan sandies watching Deputy Dog cartoons. I've been there. I get it. Food was my comfort food, but yet it also was not good. And then I started wrestling where I could starve myself and lose weight and feel good about myself. My brain was happy when I was starving, just not very good long-term health plan. So now about grocery, get your phone back out again. Now it's time to go grocery shopping. So Dr. Joe, can I have a grocery list of all this stuff? Yeah, it's right there. I can't get up. I have an extra. And if you're watching online and your phone's broken and you're on an island somewhere, I don't know how you have Wi-Fi if you do, but we can also eat. We're going to send these links out. So make sure we have your email stuff. Okay. Can I go? Okay. So it's all there. So everything I'm talking about at a deeper level is here on your list. So now it's time to prepare the food that you spent a lot of money on. Don't let it go to waste. If it's all natural, you might want to put it in the freezer until you're ready to eat it. So think ahead. Don't leave the, just the bag out for later. Divide everything up into portions. Cut it into usable portions. Make sure you know if it needs to be thawed or not, right? Okay, but just be ready. And then cooking. Are you going to bake this? Are you going to cook it on a stovetop? Are you going to microwave it? Are you going to grill it or smoke it? Are you going to eat it raw? Don't spend a lot of money on real food and then kill it in the microwave. Don't buy fake food and then really make it really bad for your brain when you microwave it. We don't even have a microwave. We do, but my mother uses it. I'm not going to change 84 years of, she just warms it up fine there. So when she comes to visit, we bring it out and when we all stand back. And then when she goes back to my sister's, we put it away in, in her bedroom. It's okay. Again, I'm not so anymore. I'm not militant, like my way or highway. Get that Krispy Kreme out of my house. You're kicked out. That might have been me 20, 30 years ago. One time I read a book about chicken and chicken farming or chicken corporate raising. I said, we're not eating chicken anymore. My wife and kids are like, yeah, okay, whatever. We'll give it two weeks. Okay. So don't kill your, don't overcook and kill all the good you're trying to do for your brain. So then when do you eat? Everybody's different. Everybody's brain's different. Okay. So when do you eat? What time are you going to eat? Make a plan. When's breakfast? When's lunch? When's dinner? When's snack? When do I cave? 2 p.m.? 10 p.m.? When I reach into that snack drawer, I better have food in there for my brain, not crap that's going to come back to haunt me from 2 p.m. to 10 a.m., right? I need fat. I need protein. That's what I need. So take all these snacks that we're giving you and put them in your drawer and make sure they're there. Dark chocolate is the best one. 60, 70, 80% dark chocolate, put that in there. I'm not telling you can't have chocolate. Just have a, a have a version that your brain likes so you get a good output, okay? There's a lot of ways you can, I'm not telling you to stop eating what you love, just find it to be real food, okay? Or once a week, sometimes we do this. If, if, if somebody gives me something here, I'll take it and I'll save it for Saturday. I'll eat it and then I've got a whole Sunday to recover from it, right? Because again, you can have a vacation day. One day a week, we, we'll pizza out or we'll do out to eat somewhere. We'll do something one day a week, but not every day, right? Not every day. And I personally, I use what's called intermittent fasting. That's a whole nother eight hour workshop. But basically I stop eating food at nine o'clock at night. Okay. And I go to bed and I don't have food till 1 p.m. So that's a 16 hour fast. Okay, 
And then from 1 p.m. to 9, I eat, I'm not going to say I eat whatever I want, but you can eat pretty much you, you eat. And you catch up, you get your caloric intake, you're fine. Now, when I wake up in the morning, I'll have a cup of coffee with heavy cream. There's no sugar in that, so it's fair game. Then when I get home, I'll make that tea. I'll take a scoop of collagen, neither add coffee, heavy cream, and water to it, and I'll sip that. Is that cheating? Nah, just my brain's fine with it, okay? Then while I'm here, make sure I don't get grumpy with you guys. I'll have my salt water because my brain's like, oh, like a coffee buzz, kind of like, yeah. The salt water takes that away. Keep my brain happy. Keeps me happy, right? Well, the salt does that. The minerals, now, well, there's salt in the minerals, but I actually have minerals in here as well. Different subject, okay? But the minerals in the sea salt, huh? Trace minerals. Yeah, there's three of them, trace. And we have those here. So I put trace minerals in, but the sea salt is what really takes your brain and is like, oh, I'm happy again. So if you're feeling jittery, maybe from your coffee or from whatever, try a quarter teaspoon of pink sea salt in your water throughout the day, not every time you drink water. And that has a, your brain likes and gives you a very nice output. Has a very calming effect on my brain, okay? And then one o'clock, I'll have two pieces of proteins, I'm sorry, sprouted um, sourdough bread because my brain likes that. It, your brain may not like it. My brain likes this. So I sit there and I have two pieces of bread, kind of like my communion I have. I reflect on the day in the morning. I just chew it. Then I go take, then I do my little swig of juice. Again, it's just what I do, communion. And then I take a nap. And then I get up and I make two eggs, one for my mom if she wants one, right? She's not, she's there. And then I cut a piece of sourdough bread in half. I put two eggs on it. And then as I'm driving back here to shift, I'll eat that. Okay, I have my fit aid, I have my vitamins. And I'm good. So I get home around seven-ish, have whatever she cooks in, amp in, in protective amounts of protein, fat, and, car and carbohydrates. I can't do too much protein. Can't do carnivore because then my brain turns that protein into sugar and I gain weight. And it's just, you know, and I got to make sure that the carbohydrate is in vegetables or in sweet potatoes, something that my brain can use. And I don't even need, I don't, I don't need more fat by that time but I'll, I don't add fat to it. And then I go to bed. That's pretty much my day, seven days a week. Do I get bored? No, no, because I, I love the food that loves me and I'll eat it every day because I don't want to try anything else because I'm like, ah, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. Hey, you want this? No, no, I, it's, like, it's like, I'm safe. I'm awake. I'm not like crashing out, right? You know what I'm saying? So I love, the, I love my plan and I'm not changing unless I have to. Same thing with you. You'll find one that works. And again, you want to look at the major 20 unhealthy foods? We have another handout for you. Again, I wanted to load you up for everything. And we can send these links to you later, okay? Another thing I have for you is a video where many years ago, we walked, free man bun, we walked through Costco, and I showed you, this is your friend, this is not your friend. So in this hour of video, 2015, there you go. You got it. Everything you need to know about shopping. Okay. And you'll notice in the video, everybody has notes. Now it's all going to come on. And there's the notes to the Costco. 
Okay, and again, if this is stressful, we'll send all these links to you, okay, as you wrap this up. Has it been good so far? Yeah, yeah, having fun? Anybody depressed yet? You have hope? Yeah. You have a plan? You got to do something different, but again, you just got a plan, okay? All right, so let's review. Real food, real food review. Real food is protein, fat, and carbohydrates. Okay, grass-fed, grass-finished, wild-caught, natural organic ingredients provide fuel for the caloric energy needs to have a strong mind and strong body. Strong in, strong out, okay? Real food input, this is the tricky one here, real food input to the brain will cause the brain to process and deliver a real food output response. So far, so good? Then this will cause healthy green grass function repair and disease protection in my body. That's how it works. That's why an apple a day keeps a doctor away if it's organic, because it creates a green grass output that protects you from disease and protects you from the doctor. Make sense? Food can do that for you. And every energy system will respond in a green grass healthy way. Health meaning healing. Food can be your medicine. That, but the problem is you go grocery shopping and it's very confusing on what's food and what's not food, right? What's not food is cheaper, but being sick is more expensive. So choose food. And it creates a strong then state of mental, emotional, physical, and behavior health. You can change your food. So that's real food review, okay? Formula food review says that what you're eating then is full of toxins. You can't pronounce it. You can't spell it. It looks like it belongs in a factory or a science lab. Bad fats, which means it's been overprocessed, overcooked, so hydrogenated, partially hydrogenated, all those bad fats, they're in the grocery list. Okay, it's there. You'll see it. And then look at the amounts of sugar. That makes it then, that then is overprocessed. So just read the slide, Dr. Joe. Overprocessed natural ingredients. So natural ingredients overcooked. If I take broccoli and put it in a microwave for four hours, is it still broccoli when it comes out? It may look like broccoli, may taste like broccoli, but your brain says, I ain't broccoli anymore, right? So then you get a toxic output. Man-made food ingredients from a lab, corporate family, or far, corporate far, farm or factory. These are neurotoxic to the brain and body. This man-made formula will not positively fuel the caloric energy needs for a strong mind and body. Just your fuel is just gunk. It's like putting water in your car, okay? Putting water in your electric car. I can imagine some old guy. Where is a never mind? A formula food input to your brain will cause the brain to process and deliver a stressed out response that then leads to a brown, rotten grass mind body function repair and then lack of disease protection. You're not protected anymore. Your shield's down. Cappuccino's all around me. Every system in the body will respond in a brown, rotten grass way. Why? Because now you understand the neurology behind that. Create a weakened state of mental, emotional, physical behavior and health. We good? Give me a thumbs up. Good. Because here's the thing, kids, spouses, you can argue with me all you want. You can't put dog poop ingredients into your body and expect your brain to deliver green grass health. Not going to happen. 
Health does not mean losing weight. You can put dog poop ingredients in your body that will make your body lose weight, but it'll also make you very, very sick. And so you may weigh 20 pounds less, but you're walking around in a brown grass, rotten grass body. So you may be lighter in your coffin, but you may be in there sooner. Just think about it. So here we are. Here we are. Right now, because we've just had way too much formula food, and we didn't know better, but now we're re being reawakened. Right now, we find ourselves in a state of rotten or brown grass. Okay? That means your neuroplastic brain is negative. That means your hormones are unstable. That means your body is making brown grass and rotten grass. That means you're in sympathetic dominance. If they do that, if that person cuts me off one more time, I'm going to kill them. I'm not safe. My environment is dangerous. And I feel like I'm living in a prison 24 7, 365. If this is you or somebody you know, how do we set you free? The first thing is you watch this podcast, you watch this event, you watch this class, masterclass. And you share it with a friend so that you're not the only one getting out of prison. And then you make your shopping list. You go grocery shopping. You put it in your cart. You put it in your kitchen. And then you put real food in your mouth. And at one meal at a time, you're slowly reversing the curse. You're changing the input. You're changing the output. And now you're going from rotten grass to brown grass. Brown grass to green grass. And you're heading towards the promised land we call real food promised land. That means you're starting to grow. You're starting to heal green grass health. You have positive neuroplastic input. Your hormones are now balanced. Your brain reward cascade is turned on. You're no longer sabotaging yourself. You're in a parasympathetic state. Your brain's like, yes, this is okay. Your vagus nerve is happy. And you're not stressed out. And you feel safe. And epigenetically, you're shutting off the bad genes that your, your, your ancestors had. And now you're turning on your own good genes that God says you can have. And you can literally get there and live there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and have a strong life. But the question is, when are you going to begin? Today's the time. Today's the time. Okay? You can fix your life if you fix your food. We've had people, hundreds of people over the last 31 years that have done this very thing one day at a time, one day at a time. If you want to know whether you're at green grass, brown grass, or rotten grass, you can fill out what's called the LRQ. It basically takes you through all the levels of life and shows us where you're at. Are you at max living? Are you living well? Are you at vulnerable health? It's free. And then it'll email to us when you hit submit, and it'll let me see what's going on. And we can either do, uh, if you're not local, we can do a phone conversation, a video conversation. And then I can start giving you steps going in the right direction. But as far as fixing your food, it's everything that I just taught you to do, okay? But Dr. Joe, let me ask you something, Dr. Joe. You're full of crap, Dr. Joe. Okay, I've been told that before. My husband did all this, he still got cancer. My wife did all this and she still died of a heart attack. How come, Dr. Joe, her diet was perfect? better than mine. She's gone and I'm still here. I get it. I get it. That's why I'm a chiropractor. When my daughter was having seizures, yeah, food could trigger a seizure.
But if her spine was putting pressure on her nerve system and making her brain angry, that was even more important. And we had to fix her spine first before we could fix her seizures and fix her food. Why? Because it's the law of order. Your brain knows it can go 30 days without food. You'll be okay. But it also knows you can only go days without water. So your brain says, oh, no, no, I want water more than I want food. Okay. But you can only go minutes without air. So your brain says, oh, no, 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 water or air? Give me air, please. Water or food? Give me water, please. Air or food? I want air. But it knows the minute that the kink gets, the hose gets kinked, it can't go one second. Immediately, it has to start making a brown grass diseased output the minute that nerve gets stressed. So in our office, we say, listen, the adjustments come first, then let's fix your food. Matter of fact, forget everything I said about food. Let's just fix your spine first. You'll do so much better in healing. And then we'll fix your food so that you can stay stronger and hold your adjustments longer. So yeah, what your garden hose is to your grass, your spine is to you. And again, think about it. If your spine is doing this, that's making you brown grass or rotten grass. How much broccoli is going to make your spine then go straight? Doesn't work. I'm, not, I'm all for broccoli, but we got to fix this first. And if you've got poor posture because you're on the cell phone, on the computer, and you got text neck, that's going to cause brown grass and rotten grass in your brain, right? And not a, not, not a whole amount of vitamins or a whole amount of grass-fed beef is going to go, oh, now I feel better, right? So I'm all for food, but we got to fix this first. Why? Because that's how God made our bodies. So the brain does come first. That's why I'm not just a nutritionist. That's why I adjust you because because I know better. If I just tried to sell you a bunch of food and vitamins, I'd be lying to you because you have friends that are still getting sick and they're doing it better than you. But the adjustments what makes it better. So if you've never had an x-ray of your spine to see whether it's green grass or brown grass, then it's only $99. We'll do a full exam. We'll get a full set of x-rays, one adjustment to see how it goes. And then I'll give you a full report. We found the problem. We know where it's at. Here's how you fix it. There you go. If you want that today, then text us or scan it, make the appointment, 99 bucks, save you money. And then you'll know. And then I can coach you on fixing your food and fixing other things in your life. But if you're like, well, pump the brakes here, God, I don't know. What if I said, come in and just get a free adjustment and try it for yourself? Well, maybe I would. Especially if you're looking for a faith-based chiropractor. No, I'm sorry, faith-based doctor. Because this is what we do, this is all I do, right? So sign up next Wednesday, the 17th, absolutely free. Come in, we'll tour the office, you'll meet our team. You can share your health concerns with me and experience an amazing adjustment. Turn the power on. Adjustments are like workouts. One adjustment's great, but again, how, how many do you need? That's what the x-ray tells us. Where am I at, green grass or brown grass? That's what the x-ray tells us. And again, this is my gift to you. So where do you wanna to be tomorrow? Where do you want to be in a week? Where do you want to be in a month? Where do you want to be in a year? Where do you want to be in 10 years? Everything I do today is so that when I celebrate 60 years old in two years, I'm 58 now, that I'm not disappointed. That I'm rocking it. But today, every food choice I make is for that. And I already have plans what I'm going to be doing from 70 to 80. So I better make the right food plans today so I can enjoy my 70 to 80. And then I even got plans I'm going to do from 80 to 90. But today's food choices dictate whether I'm going to enjoy that if I'm either going to get there. Can you see how that is? 
Your future is a 24-7, 365 process. The devil would love for you to talk you out of that realize that John 10, 10 says that he wants to steal, kill, and destroy. He uses food or formula to do it. But you can take control. You can take back your food. Take control of that. And then take control of your future. So are there any, anything I haven't covered, has but not covered yet, that you have made questions on? Okay. Sure I can. Because it's not food. Listen, let me, let me get really raw. If I walked in, you walked into my house and I saw a bunch of Playboys laying around, what would I do? Oh, you better keep those. You know what I get? No, get rid of them. It's to poison, right? I haven't talked about your cookware yet. We'll talk, say that for another one, okay? You can throw away your microwave and you can throw away, or when you finish one thing, you go shopping, then buy a healthier version of that. Does that make sense? Yeah, find a healthier version. If you don't know, text me and ask me. Yeah, you can text me and say, is this my friend or not my friend? And I'll go, friend or not your friend? I'll ask you. Okay, yes. Yes, sprouted bread, sprouted grains. Well, basically the way you make sourdough, it's fermented or sprouted the seeds. That's what that is. I get mine from Vibrant Cottage. It's called bread, B-R-E, that D. That's the kind I eat. That's the kind my brain likes right now. Versus sourdough bread from other stores. It's like, no. Because the way they cook it, the way they make it. Oh. Yeah. Again, it's all about where they get it, how they cook it, how they make it, whether my brain likes it or not. And because my brain is healthy, it doesn't tolerate anything less than that. Okay. Any questions? Stretching? Questions? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, Zoom. Oat milk, reading ingredients. Um, I'm not sure how your brain's going to process it. Is it a better is it a better choice than overpasteurized low fat milk? Yes, but again, it all depends on your brain. So again, low fat pasteurized milk get two percent, two percent whole fat man made milk. Then go to then or switch off of that to almond milk, oat milk. I'm okay with it. Your brain may not like it for forever. But again, read the ingredients. Okay, read the ingredients. Some of the people would say, just again, read the ingredients, but it's better than what maybe you've been drinking. Yes. First of all, milk is not giving you any calcium. Okay, it's more sugar. It's giving you diabetes. Ha, sorry, ha, ha. So if you want calcium, you're going to want it from green leafy vegetables. You're going to want it from the, the meat that you eat. From where? Ses sesame seeds. Get it from food, okay? Again, marketing ploy. You're not your your brain doesn't grab calcium out of the milk. It's not there. Maybe raw milk or raw goat milk. Man, cookies and pudding with raw goat milk. Ooh, yum yum. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So you get calcium from your vegetables and from else from from the vegetables. Green leafy vegetables. Yes. No. Non-pasteurized milk will not cause sickness. Especially if you get it from reputable. Now, if you're driving down the road in Tennessee and you see a, a dairy cow, you start, you know, drinking milk. But the thing is, it will not make you sick. Why? Because it has a green grass effect on the brain and it has a positive green grass output. Yes. Unless you're now, if your your brain doesn't like dairy, doesn't matter if it's raw or not. Don't do don't do dairy. Yes. 
Um, it all depends. That would fill out the LRQ and then have a new, set up a nutrition visit with me and we can test and ask your brain what it wants so that we can avoid those things. Yep. Where do we get our meats from? Tammy's butcher. <laughs> it's a grass-fed cow. It's a farm locally. Corner so is also, if you go, if you message me, I'll send you some links that of uh, there's a place in Parker, there's a place in Castle uh Colorado Springs that you can order meat to. Now it's kind of the in thing. You can get it from Texas, you can get it from Hawaii. Um, message me if you're really interested, and I'll give you links on where you can order stuff like that. Okay, so first point milk, again, not your friend, just just different changes. But again, if I say anything, just ask me questions and I can message you back. If I haven't answered your questions, you can always check out our Spine Geek podcast. It's on Spotify and where most podcasts come near you, come to you. Um, you can always text me. I, I'm a much better texter. You can always text me 303-457-8080 if you have any questions. If you want to make an appointment, you can text me. Um, if you didn't get all these links, text me and I'll send you all the links from today's talk. But um, you've been wonderful and I just really appreciate you. God bless you and we'll see you next time. Have a good day. So, hey, thanks so much for listening to that talk. Uh, it was an amazing night. Eileen and I got to meet RFK Jr. That was cool. And get a picture. And get a picture. <laughs> Maybe we'll post that along with it. But it was a great night. It was an honor. Um, and again, the, the hotel I did it at uh, is real close to our house. I drive by it on the way to work. And I just say, thank you, Lord. Um, because the Bible says that someday a, a man who follows Jesus will be able to speak before kings. And I, I just had an honor. And it wasn't about me, but it was a good night. Yeah? This yes, time, it was wonderful. It was a good night. We got our picture with him. And so... Um, again, anytime you want to reach out to us, um, spinegeek.com, you can text us at 303-457-8080. Again, we're here for you. And, and to do me a favor, if you would, please do us a favor is to, uh, rate the show. Uh, when you see it on Spotify, give us the five stars. Um, but then more importantly, take that little share button and share it to your friends. If you like what we're doing here. You're the only way we're going to grow this mission is with your help. And so, um, you know, we live in a world uh, that basically those who believe two plus two equals five, um, you know, want us not to do this kind of stuff. But uh, we always want to bring you a message of truth and peace and joy. And so we ask that you just simply text this link to a friend and say, hey, you really might like this. Uh, give it a listen and let's pass it on. So. Thank you for listening to the Spine Geek Podcast, along with myself, Dr. Joseph Arve and Eileen Arve, where nature makes the rules. Again, go to SpineGeek.com to check out more or text us at 303-457-8080. We love you. God bless you. Bye-bye.